these niggas thought about they self for a change Then maybe they could finally figure out how to get they self some change I done seen jealousy make niggas do ten terrible things Now the song go I did with hope, oh yeah, shoulda never changed That's so worry though, we are the champions Spend a lot of time in Hampton, young Do a lot of bitch, you can't be young Damn, all these fans can't be wrong Damn, B.I.G., you can't be gone Make those be thugs wanna rock Make a nigga feel just like pop Make it street, but it just might pop Make it straight to the... Yo, 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 what's going on, sports family, man? And we back again with another episode of Micah and Friends, man. And today, we got the usual suspects checking in, man. Nate all the way from the West Coast, a.k.a. the Best Coast. Yes, sir. This is a different side know. of the coast. Well, this further different, north. Different of the edge coast. of the coast, you know, checking facto, in. Facto, facto, man. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good. Blessed. Blessed up to be in Oakland, you know. Blessed to be back on Micah and Friends. You know, happy that the Lakers LA got a title. So I'm, I'm lit, oh, man. man. I'm ready to go. Come on, man. You was a Clipper, you was just a Clippers fan. Nah. Hey, but I've been a Bron fan, so niggas already know how I'm coming. <laughs> oh, we, we got my man Cot checking in all the way from Maryland, man. What's going on, bro? You doing good? Yes, repping the socks, man. Repping the crib today. What's going on? <laughs> Everything straight, man. Just blessed, man. Blessed to be here. Happy to be on the show, man. Talk some good talk with my good fellas, man. Man, it's going to be a good one today, too, man. This whole episode is being presented by National Sports Chat. Make sure you go over there, check us up on YouTube, IG, all that, man. We live right now. Shout out to the ones watching. Uh, make sure you go over there. This whole video is being sponsored by TOV Sports, man. So make sure you go over there. Check them out. YouTube, IG, Facebook, all that. So we we everywhere, man. But we about to get it started, man. We 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 seen what happened over this weekend, and I need to get y'all y'all finals reactions. Uh, my pick was right, Lakers and six seven. It was partially right. I ain't gonna take that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, Kyle, I need to get in. I need to hear you first, man. Let, let me get your thoughts on this on the championship, man. Man, so I'm gonna start off by saying, uh, obviously my pick was wrong. Uh, Lakers pulled it out. I thought that Miami could, you know what I'm saying, come up with a, a, a defense from the cross to give them problems and pull this one out. But we just saw, man, the two best players, well, the best player in the world right now, best active player in the world right now, uh, Anthony Davis, they, uh, they showed their dominance. Um, the whole Lakers, yeah. uh, LeBron James, uh, I really want to give a, uh, my head, head off to him. Uh, things we're watching them do is incredible, man. 35 years old. Uh, in fact, how, how long, the fact he's able to play at such a high level, uh, his age is something that really should be, um, it should really should be talked about more. And, and we need to really take this man while he's here. I know I gained a, a new level of respect for him after uh, the championship because the bubble was, was no easy feat. It was definitely a different environment, something we've never seen mm -hmm. before. And I mean, he, he definitely didn't waver in anything. He, through all his optical uh, endeavors, he was still able to perform at the highest level. Uh, and I think the, the Lakers, this was their year, man. It was a, a great constructive team. Um, I personally knew it. I, whoever came out the West figured was going to uh, win, the, win, the, win the ring this year. Uh, the Clippers, and even we didn't see the Western Conference Finals matchup, uh, and that's probably the only team that I thought that could actually give that team some go. 
Uh, but facts. Man, hats off to the Lakers, man. They played their ass off. Uh, but I still want to sh- shout out to the Heat too, man. They had a great run. Um, gave me mm-hmm. that. Shout out Jimmy Butler. He he was. I mean, definitely wasn't the the grand finale we all hoped to see. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, they they uh, were obviously undermatched. They just didn't have the the experience. Um, the Lakers had the size. There was a lot of things there, but shout out to the Lakers. They did what they had to do, got the job done. Man, definitely, definitely salute to them, man. I feel like this is a good ring, bro. No asterisks at all. You know what I'm saying? Definitely uh, salute to them for getting it. But uh, I had a couple problems, and for me, it was just them not being able to get it done in five, bro, which I really thought it should have been done in. I wouldn't I wouldn't push the sweep, but I'll say five for sure. And they weren't able to get it done, you know. And um it, it's not LeBron's fault at all, because he kicked the ball to Danny Green to hit the shot. And you're a champion, bro. Now a three-time champion. So you gotta knock that shot down. I would have rather them finished it off in five for sure, just to show more of a dominant performance. Um, man, I, I just feel like it was it was a good ring all around, though, man. It, it was nothing to really be mad about. Um, LeBron, one thing I do want to point out within it all, and I wanted to get y'all thoughts on this, because a lot of people are like, man, you, you a LeBron hater, you a LeBron hater, <laughs> but I always get LeBron his just due, and mm-hmm. I feel like LeBron is one of the GOATs, you feel me? Like, it's, I look at Kobe, Jordan, and LeBron, and this, you feel me, in the same, when I talk about GOATs, they're in the same arena. It's not like you know what I'm saying? Nothing different, mm-hmm. but it's just different things. And I feel like LeBron has to get over that personally. It's like, dog, like, bro, you can't, you can't be in your 17th season, 35 years old, talking about shit up. I should get my respect. No. Like, nigga, you are already solidified, bro. Anybody who thinks you ain't solidified, bro, they points is invalid. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he's just trying to chase a ghost race. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, just be LeBron at the end of the day. You don't have to try to outdo Jordan or outdo Kobe or anything. Just outdo yourself, bro, because you you mm. looking silly to me and your 17th season saying, well, shit, I, I need my respect. Nigga, how you feel like you ain't respected? Any nigga who ain't respected, you should get slapped. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's just. I mean, but you gotta, but you gotta be real though. You know, like, yeah, y- they should be slapped. But at the end of the day, bro, it's a lot of dudes who are on TV. You know, your Skip Baylesses, your your Rob Parkers. You know, the dudes who are are on TV, like actively hating on dude. You feel me? That have never, you know, he's never done nothing to him so to them. And like, you know, for how great he is and the respect he does get. You could argue that he's still one of the most disrespected superstars that we've ever seen. You feel me? Like at the end of the day, you know, even when it comes to Jordan or Kobe, they never had the influence of social media. You feel me? Of media, of Mm -hmm. so many people with talking heads and so many voices, you know, everybody got a podcast or, you know, everybody got Mm -hmm. a a platform these days, an Instagram live, you know, a Twitter where they can talk shit. You feel me? Back in the day, you know, people's probably talking mess about Michael and, and Kobe, but they may just never know. They may never see it. You feel me? LeBron on his timeline well, is actively hating. My you thing feel me? is that's all cool, right? But it's just like within yourself, bro. Because if you begging for respect in your 17th year, it's something that you feeling for yourself, bro. And social media shouldn't do that, bro. Well, let, let me like, ask you this. You already did the match. 
Would you rather yeah. him com- combat his haters by asking for res- well, by not? I'm not going to say he begged for respect. I think he just said like, "Shit, it's, it's time for my respect." Would you rather he, he have approached it like that, or have he approached it like KD and have burners and try to get his respect like that? You feel me? Which one? Which one you going with? I, but but I don't think KD got respect for that. KD no, got he, respect for winning. For for me, I'm just saying for me personally, he got respect for winning. Bron mm-hmm. gets more respect for me for winning. You know what I'm saying? And this is just like, bro, you can't you can't just fall into what they say because no matter what, even with me, no matter how he could go and ring twenty rings in a row, mm-hmm. Jordan still it's just personal opinion for a lot of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan is still be better than me. That's, that's just how it is. And I, I mean, ain't trying to act like. I, I will you, say. I will say. Um, I do agree with. I do agree with. It. Might make a little bit because he is constantly. Don't get me wrong, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan out here. Uh, he's mm-hmm. not my all around goat, but he does take a lot of heat um, from a lot of people. And I don't know. I didn't, I don't feel like I didn't take his quote as he was begging for respect. But like I said, even for me, he did achieve another level um, of, of respect by winning this championship because just of the environment, how he handled the, the entire situation. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just man carried the, the longevity and how long this man and everything, how he has carried himself throughout his career. Uh, it, the longer, the more he extends his resume, the more impressive he gets. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would say he, he is pretty disrespected um, on the grand scheme of things, but Mike, I can definitely hear where you're coming from as far as, do like you, you're you have 75 million followers on Instagram. You're mm-hmm. known, you're known as the king. Like, I mean, I don't Come see on, bro. What, whatever, what level you need besides like who cares about Instagram haters? Everyone, can have haters. but I, I think that was kind of a big theme of like the Lakers season in general. Like, if you really do look at the numbers and the stats of what everybody was saying about the Lakers all season. They have been pretty disrespected, you know, and uh, I'm not sure if that's just a LeBron thing. But the fact that, you know, you you got two guys on first team, right? You don't get a defensive player of the uh-huh. year award. You don't get an MVP. You don't get an executive of the year award. You feel me? Uh-huh. But you in the championship, you know, like before the yeah. before the season started, you know, you can look back now at all the quotes and stuff. People talking about how the Lakers were ill-equipped. You know, some I saw some quote where somebody was asking, you know, what's the are the chances more high of LeBron and Lakers missing the playoffs than getting the finals ring? You know, saying, you know, there there were there were a lot of things out there before this season started that you would consider very disrespectful, just considering the history of what LeBron's done. Like, you know, last year was a small sample size in the grand scheme of things. But I think people were kind of taking last year as an excuse to finally be like, all right, we finally seen LeBron off his pinnacle, kind of like how Tom Brady is, you know, Max Kellerman saying they're waiting on the cliff. Everybody's still waiting on that cliff. And the fact is that cliff just didn't come. You know, if anything, mm-hmm. LeBron has maybe gotten better as a player, depending on what you're looking at. You know, you're looking at uh, if you're For looking sure. at assists, you're looking at playmaking. And uh, that's why I think this Lakers title has been pretty good. You know, uh, I think one of their better runs, I mean, considering what happened to Kobe, having COVID, mm-hmm. having to stop the season when they just got rolling and then coming into the bubble, they weren't playing well at all. They three and five going into the yeah. games. People talking about, oh, Portland might give them a run for their money. Houston might give them a run for their money. Oh, Denver, the comeback kids. You feel me? So that that's kind of why I think LeBron yeah. maybe went to that point to say he wants the respect because it's like all postseason, all year, dude's been doubting them. 
Clippers are going to get them. Yeah. Oh, if they get to the finals, the Celtics might get them, you know. And he, people just want something different. So that's cool to think. But, you know, I think he kind of just used it as fuel. Uh, my hat's off to Miami, though. They played extremely hard. Uh, like Kai mm-hmm. said, man, I got to give a lot of respect to Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, you know, Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olenek. They all stepped up and, like, played mm-hmm. like all-stars in their role. You feel me? Uh, you mm-hmm. can't ask for young players to take you over the hump in the finals, but you can ask them to, you know, play hard, you know, all, like, you know, always just try to do their role and if, whatever that is. So mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson is shooting Tyler Hero. You feel me? We're scoring sometimes with playmaking here or there. And, um, you know, that's big time. I think they even with Bam or Gorn probably would have given a six game series like me and Micah called. So shout out to you, mm-hmm. Micah. You know what I'm saying? We knew from the jump. But uh you know, they got a lot of potential. That dude, Jimmy Butler, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, he played like a superstar. Um, whether he is or yeah. not throughout the entire season, that's yet to be proven. You know, we got to see it again next year. Um, but what we've mm-hmm. seen from him the past three years, going to Minnesota, taking them to the playoffs, first time, long, longest playoff drought in, uh, in their history, going to Philly, mm-hmm. one bounce away from maybe an Eastern Conference Finals. You know, coming to Miami, you get to the Finals, you put up three triple-doubles, 30-point triple-doubles, I mean, that's what average, you ask for. From, 26, 10, and 8. You can't ask for, the finals. for much more, you know what I'm saying, from any type of player. Like, I'm not sure if, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure if Kawhi's average numbers like that in the finals. Um, You know, I, they actually haven't. I mean, Jimmy Butler's one of the very few to have, like, a 40-point triple-double in the finals. So, um, mm-hmm. I give him his respect. I think they're one piece away and some player development away from really being, like, a solidified every single year you're going to have to get through mm-hmm. the heat to get to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, player away, but um, yeah, man, big hats off to the Lakers. One, uh, go one ahead, go thing, ahead. I, my real quick. I mean, Nate, one thing I, uh, a person I definitely want to salute is Frank Vogel, bro. And I was always uh, telling my homie Dell, I'm like, man, Frank Vogel, he's one of those guys. Of course, he's not one of those demanding guys and not one of those headlining coaches. But he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He never put his team in a position to lose. He always put mm-hmm. his team in a position to succeed and win. Whether that's even game five, he made the right move, pulling pulling Caruso out and putting Danny Green in. Because, mm-hmm. nigga, you are a sharpshooter from three. You just right. fluked out. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, never, he never, ever hurt his team's chances at winning the game. He always put his best foot forward every game. So I definitely want to salute him for that. And on the other side, Nate, like you said, man, like with the Heat, they're young, and they 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 did a lot of things this year that a lot of teams who've been together for five, six years would never do and will never dream to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And able really contending. A lot of teams wouldn't have took that Lakers team six games. You know no. what I'm saying? So definitely salute to them. Nate, it seemed like you had a little bit more. Uh, just uh, I, I want to hit on that Frank Vogel point. Uh, I think the most important thing he did was establish the culture of defense. You feel me? That because that's kind of been the knock on LeBron, and it was you know it was warranted. I thought the past few years, like his defense definitely was a little questionable. But this year, I mean, when him and AD were locked in, I thought that that Lakers defensive team and the guys that Rob Palinka got, you know, Caruso, KCP, Danny Green, Rondo, you got some very scrappy defenders. You got even a guy like Dwight to come in and defend, just play hard. Uh, so I think that culture will serve them well going forward. If, like, that's their calling card and you got AD leading, like, a all-time great Laker defense, I mean, that, to me, seems like championships to come or at least appearances in the championship. And one more one more thing before we get on to this next topic. 
definitely salute to KCP, nigga. From going yeah. from being from going Facts. to jail and playing in games every every what was it? It was damn near for a every other day last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it was like from doing that to now being a champion, third best player on the championship too. Yeah, for playing for an organization whose fans always try to backdoor you, like, all right, man, uh, man, get rid of his ass. He dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But he really showed up and showed and proved to be the third scorer, whether it was him or Rondo on a nightly basis. He always showed up. So definitely salute to KCP. And I feel like they're keeping around for uh, a little bit more in, uh, the, in L.A. For sure. But y'all got anything else before we go on to the next topic? Uh, man, shout out Bron getting his fourth, and now the Lakers tied up for with sure. the Celtics. That's a big time one, also, because both of them yeah. are still upcoming. I think the Lakers will get better. I think the Celtics will get better. So maybe look for next year, or maybe even in two years, that could be a potential finals matchup. A uh, pretty interesting one too. Yeah. Hey. Yo. Yo. What's good? Amir didn't checked in. Man, it's getting off. My fault. We got the roller. We getting <laughs> into the good. second topic. So, man, Danny Green and the death threats, bro. I need to get y'all thoughts just on just on the death threats. Uh, the game five miss. I just need the, the thoughts all the way. I may start it off, bro. That's what comes with it, bro. You you play. You're playing for one of the biggest markets. Then you miss a, one of the biggest shots to end the season, end the playoffs, get a ring, get your third ring. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like he definitely should have been more dialed in because everybody on that court executed except for him. You know what I'm saying? And not saying you hit every shot, but that's one of those ones you hit that shot. You know what I'm saying? Even when AD hit the game beater. I said the game beater, the buzzer beater. <laughs> you know you got to hit those shots, bro. So definitely uh, – I feel like it. I don't like it, but that's just the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like you got access to to everybody now, so people could say anything. So I just feel like he he should have made the shot, and <laughs> that stuff wouldn't happen. Simple. Right. <laughs> I mean, let me get your thoughts. So personally, I think that a, a big factor that has to play in, in this is is sports betting. In all honesty. Um, okay. That that's a good point. Just because of the amount of wages and amount of money people are betting on these games, it brings a different level of involvement and intensity. So, even though I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time somebody has been threatened after a game, these guys have been the famous. You know what I mean? Um, but I do feel like that they had. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who's the? They saying a mirror T.I. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, bro, I, bro, I, was I switch up the hat. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm whatever the people want. Like, I can't. We have to address here. that one, God. My bad. Right, hold on. But yeah, man. Um, so I think that plays a, a big role, man. But regardless of that, it, it should never get to that point, man. Like, this is just a game yeah. of sport. Like, like that. And there's one thing to threaten Danny Green, which isn't right, but you're threatening the man's mm-hmm. wife. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. That's his family. It gets, it gets serious at that point. Um, so, man, that's just totally uncalled for. But regarding the play, I personally don't think he should have ever been put in that situation anyway. 
uh, I don't think that, that he should be the one. He should have been the one oh, taking it. Uh, personally, um, it was 16 seconds on the clock. LeBron James had 40 points. Mm-hmm. He had five. He missed five shots the whole game. You know what I mean? He decided when he got mm-hmm. the ball. Pretty sure that they, they, it was fresh out of a timeout, so I'm pretty sure that was the design play for Danny Green to come up and set the mm-hmm. screen, get the switch on the Duncan Robinson. But I, I feel like that you put Danny in a, in a tough position because in that last possession, as the Miami Heat, you're saying if LeBron James, if somebody takes the screen on Jimmy Butler, we are doubling LeBron James. We are not letting. We're so I, that, that that screen is going to be open. Uh, so I mean, it, it was strategic, but. I feel like Danny Green ain't hit a shot since he's been in the bubble. Like he's mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's <laughs> Damn. Regardless, of, regardless of his past performances and what he's done, you got to go about right now. Right now, LeBron James is hot. I feel it. He's at Forty points. I would have followed LeBron, LeBron, Jimmy Butler. Every the match that everybody wanted to see. Money on the line. James shot. I'm taking that last shot. You up three one. Uh, sixteen seconds on the clock. Okay, F it. LeBron missed that shot. I'm rocking, living and dying by my best player who, who, it, what he was like, six for eight from three that game? Like 75%. Like, yeah, 75%. So, I mean, I personally don't think Danny should have ever been put in that situation. Uh, but, um, but I can't let you off that easy. I can't let, I can't let you off that easy, Kai. All right, talk to me. Talk to me. Just the simple fact of doing your job, bro. Yeah, I mean that's that's like that's that's literally like giving it to a kicker, bro. That that's like giving it to a kicker. You feel me at the thirty yard line? That's a straight on uncontested three. You know what I'm saying? It, it's pressure, but that's the pressure that comes with being an NBA player and a shooter and a champion. You feel me? I'm not gonna say but, I would have. I'm not gonna say that I, point, I prefer but, him taking that shot to Cos point, exactly, like you're saying. I don't prefer that, but you feel me? It's game three. You you up. I mean, it's game four, five. You're up three one, right? You feel me? If it's game seven, I don't mm-hmm. think LeBron's passing that. But it's game five. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why not spread it to your wide open shooter? You know why? Why not? Why not give it to the guy who? And even then, Danny Green, he didn't have to take the, that three if he was off balance. There was nine seconds left. He could have took a pump fake, blow by, maybe floater, or swing it to KCP, or get it back to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? If he wasn't comfortable taking that shot, then either just don't shoot it. Which at that point probably would have looked worse because he was wide open. So you know, you you, you got to make shots. But I also wasn't too mad at him because, like you said, the ball should he to me shouldn't have been on the court because he's been terrible all playoffs. And uh, you know, I think he's not he's not fielding death threats if he wasn't as bad all playoffs. Like if he was getting off most of the playoffs, then he just missed a shot finally. You know, then it happens. Like that's you know yeah. stuff like that happens. You're not gonna make every shot, but he's been playing so terribly. All playoffs, um, averaging like six points throughout the playoffs. I mean, you're getting paid fifteen million dollars um, a season, you know, and that's not counting man's pockets. But it's just saying, like to your point, Micah, do your job. And I, yeah. I don't think death threats are ever warranted. Uh, I think people got to get lies, man. I mean, you're not getting paid for this stuff. I mean, you're you're not the person actually out there. Like Danny Green, I'm sure he had a talk with himself about it before the social media pressure, because like you said, that's his job. You know, you always want to perform well in your job, so adding death threats to a man's life while he's already been in a bubble for a hundred days. That's messed up. Um, but Nate, you know, real quick, cause you, you said something before I let a mirror in here, you said that it was, that shot was a lot of pressure. And I feel like this is making Cod's point. Cause it's like, 
to a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? Because there's really nobody there. So you gotta you you gotta really hit that shit. Yeah. Like you can't not hit it. I mean, it, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yes, it, it's a lot of pressure. And, you know, that's why people wanted LeBron to take that shot, right? You know, you want your best player taking that last shot, which I, I understand that point. Um, you know, the cost point, I thought he could have just ISOed. Um, I thought he thought he was going to get the switch with Duncan Robinson. But either way, he probably would have got double teamed. So, you know, that we can look at all that stuff in retrospect. But I do think it was a good play to pass it out. I mean, you get it to a wide open shooter. That shooter could have done any other thing besides shoot. Also, it's not like his only like it was two seconds left. Like he had to shoot it, you know. You know, as a shooter, <clears throat> you get an overlook. You got to put it up. You got to put it up. And got to. don't get me wrong, LeBron made the right play based on the decision that he made. I just don't think that it was the best play to run. Go with, go with the high hand. hand. I'm going with the high hand. I'm going with the best player in the world. Come on, dude. You missed five shots the whole game, man. I'm on Orlando. I'm living with LeBron. I'm living it down with that shot. That's just me. I mean, okay. and see the result. I mean, I feel like the result. Now, Danny Green hits the shot. That's a different story. Mm-hmm. The result, I feel like, proves my helps my point even a little more because this is a guy who you put the whole championship. They don't they don't call Danny Green the king of it. They don't you know I mean? like he's a shooter, don't get me wrong. That's very true. But you don't like you gonna put his you gonna put the whole the championship every all the Laker franchise in Danny Green. But to your I'm, point, that game wasn't that game wasn't the end all be all, and that's why I think I'd agree with you. Uh it wasn't the best decision to pin if it was the championship on the line. Like say they were down three uh two one two one or two two or something like that, right. they were tied up. You feel me? Then at that point, I would really expect LeBron to take the shot. Game seven, even game six, if it went down to a tight one, I'd expect LeBron to take that shot. But the fact that I think he realized, you know, at the end of the day, we lose this one. He make or miss that shot. Their season wasn't over. Um, So, you know, you trust your teammate. You make the right play. Uh, You go with what you know is like a basketball player, and that's get get the guy a wide open shot. But in a game seven or a must win scenario, uh, which game five proved not to be, then, you know, I think it's okay to trust your teammate. But but to your point, Kai, you know, I would have liked to see him take that shot. Game seven, any other time, that that has to be a shot. Either he or AD shoots. But the fact they had two other chances to win, I think he was just like, you know what, the guy's wide open. <laughs> you got to hit one eventually, right? True. Man, Amir, let me get your thoughts on him, man. Let me just with the Danny uh, Green depth threats, the shot, all that. Let me just get your thoughts. Real quick, can y'all hear me, though? Yeah, we got you. Okay, perfect. So first thing, right? Like I, I think to to Bro's point, like if you're if you got the time to send death threats, death threats in 2020 with a pandemic happening, like you you probably still waiting for that stimulation check because you yeah, your, your priorities are all messed up. <laughs> My second thing, though, tell me if I'm wrong because I know y'all the basketball people, but wasn't Danny Green like winning championships with the Spurs too? Like this isn't his first championship goal. Right? Yeah, he's he's a three time champion. Yeah, yeah he's right. He's bro, right. like. At this point, you need to – you were paid and you were brought – I was old enough to remember a year and a half ago when they were like, we're desperate for, for shooters. We need to bring in Danny Green. <laughs> you were brought there to shoot the ball from the three-point line and for those shits to go in. If they're not going in, Clank. you're 
That's yeah, like short you, too. you're at the will of whatever happens after the fact. Now, I disagree with, like I said, anybody coming for somebody's life and talking about somebody's wife, like she has nothing to do with the game that's at hand. But at the same yeah. time, like if we're going to talk specifically about what you're paid to do, Danny, like you, like I was in and out with the playoffs. I didn't see him make one shot the whole series. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And like, nah, he, he was cold. <laughs> he was. And it was just like, and I was, I was like, bro, like you, you've done this before. Like you've, Matter of fact, mm-hmm. you were paid because you've done this before in the same exact circumstances. In championships, mm-hmm. he Facts. was shooting threes. Like, he was like that. So, like I said, mm-hmm. overall, death threats, like, come on, bro. Like, people need to get lives, but you got to make those threes, bro. Like, if you come back next year, if, we're, if he comes back to L.A., if he goes to somebody else and mm-hmm. becomes a role player, like, you need to be, at the very least, a dead-eye three-point shooter consistently. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. He has the dead eye tattoo on his elbow. He literally got the dead eye tattoo on his elbow. So he kind of put it a little bit on himself, a little bit of that pressure on himself. Uh, and um, so, you know, <laughs> you can't you just got to perform. But also, while we're on this topic, I think Markeith Morris had an even bigger blunder. Because when you look at it, I mean, Danny Green missed a shot. Dude's missed shot. All right. All right. Markeith. Because <laughs> it's like the time is running down, and he wasn't really expecting a long to say Jr. level because Jr. should have known the clock, and I was to get one game one in Oracle. But I mean, it was pretty bad. Like, bro, either shoot the ball because you they left him wide open, or I mean, make a better pass. You know, like you had six seconds. That's just bad clock awareness. That was that was almost. I mean, it was costly. <laughs> game could have been over. Yeah. So I mean that was yeah. to me exactly. that one was kind of worse. It, it, I I definitely I give him some of the blame for it as well because he's a playmaker himself. So it's mm-hmm. not like he couldn't even put the ball on the floor. You know what I'm saying? There's six seconds left, so you could put the ball on the floor and do a little bit of something. But man, just to move on to this next one, I need to get y'all thoughts on who Miami is going to pursue this off season and. Man, Nate, I'm going to start it off with you. Who do you think they're going to pursue this offseason? I think the Miami Heat have to go after um, Bradley Beal. That's that's the one guy I think right now really fits their culture and fits a specific need. I mean, him and Jimmy Butler, I mean, Jimmy's more of your defensive specialist, you know, like a Swiss Army knife. He can actually do it all, but he's more suited as a playmaker than a scorer. Bradley Beal is a pure bucket getter. You know what I'm saying? He's already athletic. He's still relatively young, hard worker by all standards. And I think he would really fit in that Miami culture. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you probably have to split ways with maybe like Tyler Hero, who's proved himself to be pretty good. Probably have to get rid of him. Probably would have to get rid of Kendrick I mean, he is, but you, you saw what happened with the AD trade. You know, B.I. was cheap. Josh Hart was cheap. Lonzo was cheap. But, yeah. you know, they not they don't add up to Bradley. You know, to, in my opinion, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's Tyler Hero, none, uh, Kelly Olynyk, maybe a few picks. I don't think that that adds up to Bradley. He'll add to your window of championship success a few years off the rip. Um, he gets to stay in the East, uh, gets to play under Pat Riley, live back in Florida where he actually went for school. So, you know, I think that that would be a perfect pickup, um, match culture identities, and just really match a positional fit. Yeah. I feel that I ain't mad at that. Amir, who you think they need to who you think the Heat need to go out and grab this offseason? 
I don't know. I, I have to really sit down and look again at who's going to be free agents coming up. But I think I think Dio is definitely somebody who a lot of teams are going to be clamoring after. Um, I, I think to to his point, like they're gonna have to give up somebody, and I think Hero's gonna be that one person that, like, I think Miami's gonna be like, bro, we can't, we can't give him up. Like Jimmy and Hero are gonna be our two untouchables, and we'll we'll sacrifice anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I think that was Miami's only issue is that, and that's why I was so aggravated that they they beat my team in five games. It was like, bro, like we don't they don't even have the players player for player to even beat us, and they beat us in mm-hmm. five. And they didn't have the horses to compete with a LeBron and AD for for mm-hmm. a better four games. If you put a bill in there, that's a completely different situation. Like you, Jimmy played his heart out. Was a game five, game six, or it was game five. He played his heart out. You have somebody else right there with him. Like you, we could push that game to seven series, a seven game series, and, and it can really get interesting. So I'm really interested to see how much they're willing to give up because you did get to the finals. So. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to run the risk what a lot of teams doing and give up way too much and then now you're losing in the second or third round to a team that has more chemistry that was able to kind of get their stuff together early on or do you just kind of risk it and say okay listen we're going to bring in a couple more role players a couple more people on the bench maybe maybe pay for one more person and we're going to wait for the big fish a year from now with with um with Mm -hmm. like I mean, there's a lot of different options, but I, I'm always I'm always a believer in like don't dismantle the team too much if you're right there. Like it's just a it's just yeah. a personal. Well, I think they won't have to go too deep besides Tyler Hero because think so. If you keep Jimmy Butler, you keep Duncan Robinson, premier shooter, you keep Bam out of bio. To me, that's your core three right there to build around. Like you know, Duncan Robinson's that superb sniper right now that every single team needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam Adebayo, um, like transitional big, you know, kind of like a Jokic playmake, defend the rim. And then you got Jimmy, you know, who we just talked about being a superstar. You add Brad to that mix. You know, it's unfortunate that Tyler Hero may have to be the chip. And that's just me giving credit to Tyler Hero because he's good. So the Wizards might want him back, you know, as a piece to build their future. But, I mean, if you're a team like Miami that can compete now and you can keep those three core guys, maybe a Goran Dragic, maybe a Iguodala, maybe Jay Crowder, you know, keep those guys. Um, it sucks to to lose youth, but Bradley Beal is only 26, you know, 26 himself. Yeah, so he's yeah, you still might, you pretty might young. Then they're rookie in basketball. In basketball exactly. Age. Yeah. So, you know, I, that might be one I, I feel like if they have to make that decision to let Tyler Harrow walk, they won't get hung up on him like how the Lakers was. Like, man, should no. we let Cool? Should we let Lonzo shoot? Pat Riley wasn't got Whoever you want. If it's on the table, get out of here. <laughs> Whoever you want. So, yeah, but for me, I, I feel like Giannis would be a better um, a better pick for them. And I wouldn't really go after him this offseason. I would start uh, – well, actually, I would. I would start building my campaign to go get him for the 2021 season when he's a free agent. But um, I definitely think Giannis would be the right move for them because, one – having a big that could be able to play five guard one through five, you know what I'm saying? And still be as dynamic as Yannick, Giannis, uh, I'm saying Yannick. <laughs> as, Giannis uh, can. as Giannis. And you could possibly hold on to Tyler Harrow for what it's worth. You could hold on to Duncan Robertson for what it's worth because at the end of the day, but if they have to 
bring in Bradley Bill, I feel like they'll have to bring in a, a five shortly after that because it isn't it won't work when you when you keep going back to the to the finals and you're and you're looking at AD. Like that's not gonna work. You gotta have somebody at least size wise that could be able to stick in there with them, you know, and just bother that. This is my question about uh, about Giannis though, uh, that uh-huh. I'd like to ask you, Micah. Um, do you feel like his game style translate to what Miami currently does with shooting threes, um, being able to guard switches, mismatches, etc.? Because I think if, with the, the way his game like is currently help. constructed, I mean, he's just – I think he kind of run into the same problem he did against any other team, like against Miami. When you get to that finals, I mean, he has to add a jumper because Jimmy, as we saw, does not like to shoot the basketball himself. Bam's not really a stretcher either. So, I mean, Duncan and Tyler are great shooters, but, I mean, you only are going to rely on two players for perimeter shots. So that's that's my question to you about Giannis and his fit. I, I feel like it would be a little bit better for space in the floor, but you're right. They definitely need more perimeter, uh, more perimeter shooting. And I don't know how would they how would they get that in a draft or they bring something else in, but bringing a shooter in is is expensive. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like we talked about this last episode, but even with Reddick, Reddick is still demanding twenty million dollar contracts, rightfully slow. Mm-hmm. So um, having a playmaking guard it would definitely help, but I feel like having a, a playmaking big uh, serve them better than having a, a playmaking guard because I feel like they could put it together. Mm-hmm. You know, on the front court, but this is just the back court that has questions when they get later into the playoffs. Well, it's a good problem to have. Uh-huh. E- either problem that's that they have court. between getting Giannis and Bill, that's a great problem to have. And, uh, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're in a good place for the future. I don't think you can go wrong either way. I think Bradley yeah. and, and uh, Jimmy would be great, like uh, front court tandem. But, you know, him and Giannis, I mean, that's adding a two-time MVP. So, either way, whichever direction they go in is, the, is a good direction. Yeah, you're right. They, they definitely did it the right way with how they constructed the team. Um, mm-hmm. Just the player makeup, you know, making them into dogs, uh, putting them in the right environment for that player development, all that. So, they definitely did it the right way. Uh, very cap-friendly. So, it would just be interesting to see. I know they're not going to make no moves like the New York Knicks to do with this type of money. They'll just vote <laughs> on Bobby Portis and give him eight years for a trillion dollars. But <laughs> Why are you talking about your team like that, bro? Man, freedom boys, man. That's the only thing I can say. <laughs> Y'all got anything else on this one? No, like I said, I, I, Giannis, I think that's it's flashy. It's, a, it's an automatic moneymaker. I – my fear would be that they would turn into the new Philly where you have two people that do the exact same thing and what they really need, they don't have because they have mm-hmm. to give up something because if you bring in Giannis, I mean, you, God knows how much money you have to dump for that. And then who that, who you got yeah. to spend at that. And you, I think in the you end, can only, yeah, exactly. And you can only, the only, the only type of play you can, you can have too much of and be okay is a shooter. You can't have too yeah. many big, you can't have too many small people that just pass. You need to have, a lot of shooters. Uh, and I think Bill, Bill's it. I think Bill already has a family, so he's not going to get caught up in that whole Miami Lights theme and all that stuff. And Giannis wouldn't either, but I think Bill has, Bill has lost long enough, and it's clear he's like, yo, like, I'm trying to do the righteous thing and, like, not complain, but mm-hmm. the first time he gets to a, a competitor, I think his folks are going to be like, I need to I need to shake off this losing thing. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, 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 just, I, feel like, I feel like we may be 
cheating ourselves even more because Miami could get both of them. Really? You know what I'm saying? With with, with that cap. Mm -hmm. They would have to trade for Bradley and then just sign Giannis flat out in free agency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Facto, facto. But y'all got anything else before we get on to this next one? Nah. I'm good. Man, bet it up. So the next one is, do you all think that AD will continue, will end his career in L.A.? And then I'm going to start it off just because it's it's the career. I don't think so. I feel like he'll stay there as long as LeBron will stay there and Mm -hmm. keep winning. But I feel like he'll finish it off in Chicago. I feel like he – I feel like in his mind – he probably feels like he owes that to Chicago. Just the same way LeBron felt like he owed that chip to Cleveland. I feel like AD, I feel like he wants to be a part of the Bulls franchise. And granted, that's not my team at all, but I would that's something I'd definitely like to see. AD in Chicago, that's box office, you know. So I don't know, man. I, I definitely think he won't end his career there, but he's going to stay in L.A. just as long as Bron does, maybe a year after even, you know. But let me get y'all thoughts on that. Amir, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm I think I think AD's gonna start drinking that LeBron Kool-Aid where it's like wherever I'm at, like I need a motherfucker who, who can ball out with me. Like then yeah. AD, AD bit that whole like longevity, my bad. Yeah. I'm about to say I don't know if he got that. <laughs> no, nah, not even no, not off of the accolades. I'm saying just off of the fact that like AD's been on teams where it was like, hey, I'm I'm the fault, like flat out best player in the in the mm. two. For in New Orleans, it was Drew Holiday. It was like he wasn't that dude to take them over the edge. I don't think he wants to get caught back in that type of situation. I think LeBron would have to help mm-hmm. kind of facilitate as far as like his mentoring factor to try and bring another <laughs> star there with AD for him to be able to really stay it out for the full time. But I think you're right. I think LA has become this team where, this organization rather, where it's like after after Kobe's gone, like. We don't really need like a homegrown superstar that's gonna stay the whole time. We mm-hmm. And if you want to bounce and go somewhere else, as long as you won here, it's okay. So uh, I think he'll stay if he has somebody else there with him. If he doesn't, then he's mm-hmm. certainly gonna he's certainly gonna go somewhere that's that's either home or another opportunity for him to really kind of do his own thing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Nate, what's your thoughts on that? Man, I'm gonna have to disagree with y'all on this one. I think AD will be. I think he'll be a Laker for life, man. Um, I just think the lineage of Laker big man is too great to pass up. I mean, if he's already in in talks, not saying he's Shaq or not saying he's Kareem or anything like that, but he's already in talks as one of the better Laker big men of all time. Which, by talent wise, he is. You know, get some more accolades. You know, he'll be able to prove it. But I think. especially having after Kobe passed, you know, just seeing the legacy about the Laker franchise, like, you know, even me growing up in LA, like I wasn't a Laker fan growing up, you know, but like seeing the legacy and seeing like the community atmosphere of the Lakers in general, like they go hard for, for the LA team. And like you guys said, they care about championships. And I don't think the Laker franchise is one where you come to as like a a pit stop, you know, like it's kind of like glory road. You feel me? Like, he'll get another championship. <laughs> They'll have the most championships in professional sports at 18. So it's like, for him, as long as Genie Buss continues to bring pieces, continues to make the roster competitive, continues to prioritize mm-hmm. good coaching, working hard, I think he'll stay there. Um, I think it's a little different from him and Braun 
because Bron got drafted to Cleveland. You know, they had never won a championship before. You know, you go to Chicago, even though he's not a guard, he's still playing in the in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Um, and right now, I think he's just adding to the legacy of the Lakers as opposed to having to take it over. You know, he already got the championship, so. Uh, it depends on what type of burden he wants to have for himself mm-hmm. and what, what type of life he wants to live. Uh, but I think he's better suited being a Laker great. Me as well. I, I definitely don't think Chicago the best move, but I, I think he definitely wants to see himself in that red and black and white jersey before it's all mm-hmm. said and done. Just because I know that's where it's I, home. The crib, people just be wanting to do it in front of the crib, bro. That That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, y'all got any more thoughts on that? Yeah, I'll, I'll just say I think after him winning this championship, there's one thing if he got there and it was like a end up being a shit show. Like he got the championship. Mm-hmm. I think he can kind of do anything at this point. And people will say, okay, well, you got us one. Mm-hmm. Let's say they fuck around, they run it back, yeah. they bring somebody, they get another one. So now you guys have the record. Mm-hmm. I think if he says, okay, I want to – now I want to go back and really – go back to my community, go back to where home is. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are going to really fault him for it. So he really is in a, a good position, but I really think it's contingent on who's going to come there with him. I don't think he's going to be staying nowhere by himself and, and just staying there off the strength of the deal. Yeah. If they go for the two-peat, he going for that three-peat. But I, I do think he'll sign a long-term deal this summer, uh, yeah. at least a three-year deal, get him to that 10 years of service, and then sign that mega deal just so he can get the most uh, money available. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. I looked at the list and we had missed one. And real quick, do y'all think LeBron could win another ring? Me personally, I feel like he could definitely win one in this league. Uh, just because it's, it's it just depends on who healthy. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're the top dogs right now. I don't see anybody really guarding AD like that. I I just feel like they're gonna be able to stick around for a long time. Whether that's ring five, six, or seven, I, I definitely feel like he could definitely win another one out here. What's your thoughts on that, Nate? Let me get let me get your thoughts. Uh, I definitely think Bron can win another one. I mean, I don't really. There's really not too many signs of slowing down. Uh, yeah. I really do think that this Laker roster will retool. Also, uh, get maybe get a little younger this offseason. They got a lot of vets. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron's planets, which he still would continue to probably do because his body's holding up so well. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's not just. No, about him it's about ad too ad is a monster yeah. he's only 27 he's getting better um by the time lebron gets to like 37 38 you know he'll be 36 in december ad might be in the middle of his prime you know he's not even in his prime yeah. yet 27 years old by the time he's like 30 years old he might be one of the better players we've seen you know he already has a shot mm-hmm. he already got a handle already you know has big men footwork amazing free throw shooter by the time he gets two more years mm-hmm. under his belt playing with LeBron, playing under L.A., you know, playing mm-hmm. against that number one scrutiny, you know, I think he could be one of the better players, man. He already has all the tools. So I think that they can definitely get mm-hmm. back there. Uh, maybe they could probably get back there two out of the next three, maybe. Just depending on what from what I've seen yeah. this year and how they dominated the rest of the league, they're going to everybody else is going to have to make adjustments. Yeah, it just depends on what the West doing in the adjustments. Amir, let me get your thoughts. Do you think LeBron will be able to win another ring? I think two factors really going to have to play in. I think mm-hmm. the way the NBA handles the calendar for next season in regards to the mm-hmm. playing schedule is going to be big. If they make them play another 82 game, I think it's going to be a little difficult because although mm-hmm. they were ripping through the West, 
I think having to do it again, because the way it's looking like, they're either going to have to take a short break this offseason, jump back so they can take a longer break for 2022, 2023, and be back on by October, or mm-hmm. they're going to do that now and then do take a short break 2022, 2023. Depending on what they choose to do with that, I think it's going to really decide, okay, this, is LeBron going to have the time to really like rest up and they them going to put a team around him so where he's – even if he's – and then on top of that, if they only limit the season to 60 games, then mm-hmm. I, I don't see too much that's going to get in his way. But that goes into my second point to where mm-hmm. the only thing I think that will get in his way is whatever the hell Golden State does. Like, they are mm-hmm. still there. And my man Clay, he's coming back. Steph is coming back. They have the number two pick. They might flip that for they a Bradley got, Beal. got to get wise, man. Yeah, they like – But even if – Be in there with AD. Exactly, but let's say they let's say they bullshit it and they say you know we're gonna trade it for a third for a third superstar, and now they have a true mm-hmm. bona fide big three, which is gonna be a small ball lineup. But I mean, mm-hmm. who's gonna guard all three of them? Like two, all three of them deserve double team type of matchup. So I think <laughs> what Golden State does, and then depending on how they plan out this next schedule, is gonna be the main factor for me. If they go sixty games and Golden State takes a minute to get back, mm-hmm. or Braun and them are just really feeling this like we need to we need a a two P then I think it's, it's very possible, but I think it, his championship window has to be in the next two to three years. It has, mm-hmm. if it's anything over that, I'm saying, okay, like he may have the ability to, but I know Braun has clearly shown that he's also interested in bigger and better things outside of ball. So I think he'll start yeah. to just focus to that and, and start getting his son ready. Cause his son's about to be a problem too. Yeah. I, I ain't mad at that. I, I definitely think he he'll be able to grab one, um, probably within the next three to four years for sure. It, hell, that may yeah, end up that may gotta be uh, two peated. Mm-hmm. Got to be within the next three before he's like thirty eight, thirty nine. I still think he'll be in the league uh, by then mm-hmm. and probably pretty productive. I mean, he could pass and rebound. He get becoming a better shooter, but um, mm-hmm. you know. The next two three years, I'm I'm really thinking next year and the year after that, you know, maybe grab one of the one or two of those titles, leave the mm-hmm. game with five. I mean, he, I don't think he'd be mad at that, but I I know AD wants to get more than one, so he'll, yeah. he'll be trying to um, re up next year most definitely. Facto, facto, man. Let's just get into this next one, man. It's, it's more of on the sadder, uh, the sadder in the news, but Dak Prescott, man, I he just got injured. Broke his ankle cleanly as uh, a compound fracture. He's out for four to six months. So, but it's likely f- six months. I want to get y'all thoughts just on mm. just the injury and just everything surrounding it. And I'm I'm gonna just start it off. It's it's an unfortunate situation. And granted, I'm not a Cowboys fan, and I'm not really a Dak fan or anything like that. But when things like this happen, it just uh, you can't have any negative words to say you know but the only thing i can say is how imperative it was for him to sign that contract bro that franchise Mm -hmm. tag even though it's 31 million i get it bro like you you want 40 million you want mahomes type money but you always but you got to have that security you know what i'm saying like you may you may not ever recover to where you are you know what i'm saying maybe Maybe Dallas may look at you as a, a 15 to 18 or a 15 to 20 million dollar quarterback to where you were just they had a 35 million dollar uh, deal on the table for you. 
for for uh for like four or five years. So it's like, man, it's just so imperative that that players sign these contracts. And I, I can't blame it on the Cowboys just because they, they offered him a contract. And I can't blame it on him because he wanted to get more money. It's just, man, you just got to do right by yourself and your body because you never know what could happen. Football is definitely not like basketball. Basketball has way less serious uh, season-ending uh, injuries that happen, you know. So I, I just feel like uh, he definitely got to – he definitely has to make some decisions coming up. And I feel like it will be some hard decisions on the Cowboys' end because if – what if they feel like, man, he's not who he used to be and we can't – I can't justify giving him $32 million a year, you know, mm-hmm. just because we didn't pay him how we – how people said we should have paid him up front. So I just feel like he he should have just signed that contract, which was the the thirty five million a year contract, which is like a hundred hundred and hundred to hundred twenty guaranteed. Mm. Should have did it, but I, I just I just feel bad for him. I hope he recovers fairly fasty, man. Uh, Amir, let me get your thoughts on that. No, I think you hit it right on the head. I think it's it's hindsight's always twenty twenty. It's easy for him for us to say now, like he should have signed that. I get it. I think Dak Dak wanted to get that that Mahomes, that Watson type money, even though it's an open debate. But I'm on the side of that, bro. You that's not that's not your speed. Like that's not there. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I, it's easy for me to say back now, like bro, you should have just signed that money and <clears throat> excuse me and you know just took that W and kept it moving. Now it, it's it's gonna get interesting. I, I what I will say is bone on bone injuries are way faster healing process than like a ligament to a ligament or a ligament to bone. So mm-hmm. as gruesome as it was with top-notch training, with him really taking care of his body, he'll be good and ready by time OTAs next next season starts. So he'll have mm-hmm. enough time to really try and prove himself that he's at the very least healthy and able to continue on playing. But certainly his contracts now, I mean, I was talking to, I was actually talking to an agent for another quarterback in the league um, about it. And he was saying like, no, right. They're going to get him. Like it's going to, they're going to have the contract where it's going to be all incentive base. He's going to have to hit every single quota, which is not like backups or 37 year old dudes come into the league, not for a dude mm-hmm. to enter his prime. So he was like, it's a dicey situation, but it just comes back mm-hmm. to how he evaluated himself this time last year or going into the summer versus what he really was. And then now this situation is kind of makes it even more sticky, but definitely praying for a speedy recovery. Like I, Injuries ruined my football career, my career. So I mean, I, I definitely understand the difficulties in it. But you know, I just hope he's do. He ends up, you know, with a speedy recovery. And it's even more harder when you have somebody like Andy Dalton backing you up, who isn't a scrub. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be easy for the. Let's say if if, if Andy Dalton goes on the win, and they have like a, a ten to six season or a nine to seven season. Not happening. <laughs> But let's get right. Let's say Andy. Like, let's say Andy does come back and he really starts balling. Andy's whole career is resurrected. He's gonna probably get a mm-hmm. deal for somebody or get a. Bonus he'll get the Nick Foles. Deal. He'll get that Nick Foles treatment. Yeah, like some let's, team. Andy, he's one of he's one of those guys who could do more with more. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he never had a lot of pieces around him anyway in Cincinnati. He had AJ Green. And still, and with the playoffs, that's really you know, it. Actions and shit yeah. like that. 
and he still went to the playoffs eight years in a row. He just didn't win nothing, but he was, he was leading the team to the playoffs. So I'm saying it it changes a lot because now you have somebody who we all thought was a has been can potentially win eight games in a bummy bummy division. Let's say they go to the playoffs now. And the schedule get weeks. Yeah, now let's say let's say he's now right now. 20 25 million dollars as a backup or as a potential starter somewhere and mm-hmm. i would say chicago somewhere somewhere like that and now you have dax trying to figure out like well i still want my 35 or 41 it's like bro you'll be lucky if you even get 30 after this like we got to see if you can even mark yeah. he's a running really quarterback he's not no pocket passing dissector dude so i don't know right. it's interesting nate let me get your thought just I wouldn't say on blowing the bag, but not locking down and accepting the deal when he should have. Man, let me just get your thoughts just on everything on on an unfortunate situation. I'd have to say it's very unfortunate. I was watching it live when it happened. It was just, you know, Mm -hmm. sick to watch. But also, uh, you know, he's been through a lot this year. His brother uh, committed suicide. So, you know, definitely praying for Dak, his family. Uh, But at the same time, you guys are completely right. He's – you know, he just got some really bad um, counsel, I'd say, before the season not signing that deal. Mm-hmm. Like Amir said, I never thought his market was anywhere close to Patrick Mahomes, to Deshaun Watson. And I, I think if his reputation was being honest with him, they probably would have told him that same thing and had mm-hmm. him sign that long-term deal beforehand. Because, I mean, Dak has never showed me anything that he even has, like, the potential to be a Mahomes type guy or Lamar type guy or Deshaun. And that's no mm-hmm. disrespect to him, but he's just not even in that same bracket of of quarterback. Um him I thought him asking for 40 million was pretty greedy early on. And I, you know, he ended up getting 31 million this year under that franchise tag, which is still, I mean shit, that's a mm-hmm. lot of money. But at the end of the day, man, you got to go with long-term security. And you know, people were mad at Jerry Jones, but this is exactly why you don't offer him that much money. Or, I mean, if he wasn't going to take this deal, that's why you don't offer him the large deal because you never know what he could actually turn into in his football, like Amir said. A lot of injuries, you know, a lot of injuries. Um, And it's, you know, it is a bold statement because it's easy to stay in retrospect that he should have signed the deal. But, you know, he should have. And I think anybody that really kind of was watching NFL football realized he was never in that stratosphere of quarterback. as those mm-hmm. other guys. So why would you gauge your market off of a Patrick Mahomes, off of MVP type Lamar Jackson? Like, has Dak ever been a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? I can't say that. And uh, so, you know, you, you got to get better counsel, uh, better representation, I'd say. But, you know, that's easy for me to say. I'm on the sidelines. I'm not really playing quarterback in the NFL. However, you, uh, you got to prioritize long-term security whenever you get the chance. Man, that, that's a fact, man. Good points for sure. I definitely just think he should have – I don't know, bro. Like you said, it it was maybe just a council around him. Maybe it was um, his managers and his um, whoever is around, personnel around him. But they definitely should have just guided him more in the right direction because even Deshaun Watson, who got a $40 million a year contract, that's still $5 million under what Mahomes got. So it's always going to be a market. And Lamar may get like 40 to 42. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Dak just fell. I would have I would have been comfortable paying Dak anything from twenty-seven to thirty-two million dollars a year. Thinking, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like in that range. Five. Like he he uh, is he even a pro bowler? Like I'm just being realistic. Like I, I, I he, watch he's that like when I do when I do my head. list, he's always like 14th, 15th. Like granted, this season he was having an amazing year. 
But what? All his you know, like the Cowboys what? Down. One and three? The Cowboys but, yeah, one and three. I mean, I'm saying, like, you know, statistically, he was having one of his best seasons. But it's like you got to take it with a grain of salt because it's like, damn, you throw for five hundred and you're down 30. Yeah, they right. stay they stay losing. Like I, I I've always thought Dak was kind of I'm not gonna say, well, for lack of better words, I'd say replaceable. Like I don't feel like he gives you anything special out on the football field that I haven't seen before. Like you ain't never find you're never gonna find a Patrick Mahomes. So that's an unfair comparison. But I mean, you know, he he doesn't really line up with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he he doesn't really have the exposure of a Tom Brady. I mean, he's not as accurate as Drew Brees. Uh, like you know, not as fast as Lamar. Like he doesn't have any quality that I would say is a great quarterback quality. I mean, like, you know, he's a good leader from what I've heard, good dude by all accounts, but I mean, his, right, play, his play doesn't indicate $30 million to me personally. No, I definitely feel you. I think you, the one thing that I, I've realized is like, even if a dude doesn't even necessarily deserve it based off his skill set, just off the strength of the position, you have to somewhat pay the market value. So to me, sure. my right. magic number for him would have been four years, $32 million a piece each year. He the problem is that he meal. I would have given him thirty two. If you look at that, that's oh, around thirty two. I thought you said forty two. Oh no 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 no, absolutely not. I'm thirty. I was about to say that's damn. Around, yeah, that's like the Matt Ryan. That's the Matt Ryan Ryan Tanner hit. Like we we're in like the mid tier level, and so, I think he's better than them. Exactly. I don't even know though. Matt Ryan at least had an MVP type season. Like I I've never seen Dak win a playoff game, but Dak is I, I, on his way though. Yeah, and he and he has he has I one. So. He has one, one, one playoff win. That defense is certainly half of the reason why they they ain't winning nothing. Like they've yet to put a bona fide defense around him. But my personally, I would have said a thirty-two million dollars over four years, with four years, thirty-two million dollars each. I think he wanted three years, forty-one, which is crazy. Like that's like super max NBA money, which is cr- like that's greedy to your point, Nate. Like he wanted two right. bites of the apple, and it doesn't really work like that. Yeah, and no. They had, but they had allegedly thirty-five million on the table. It's like, why not take that? Good. Take that. Like, as somebody who wants to be an agent, that was the point for me. I was like, damn, bro. Like, you have thirty-five over four years. Mm-hmm. Have a fourth round pick. Like, it really doesn't matter what you end up doing. They're gonna have to pay you that money, irregardless of your of your record. Like, mm-hmm. and now you went from getting thirty-five million guaranteed to, honestly. 30, 29, 28, maybe 27. Off, off of this yeah. injury? I yeah, or franchise tag where he might make one more $30 million contract. But then that goes into who, aside from Dallas, is going to even pay for him to play. Yeah, you, mean, have three, you have three five right. rookies that are coming in. Cam is showing he's about to be comeback player of the year. I mean, you have mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Haskins over in Washington, who's three years younger on a rookie deal. Yeah, a lot of people say he's ass. Hey, I ain't going to lie. He's trash. I don't, I don't know. I think bro, I'm not, I think I'm not ready to say that just yet. Redskins is nice. like, not a good place. Yeah, I think I think yeah, he, I didn't, think he didn't get a lot of time nice. to show what he have. Yeah, but it's just it just said like, no, no, you you're 100 percent right. I just think it just goes back to just like the wheel's gonna keep turning. Like it's gonna be a whole new story coming out of Dallas this year. It's gonna be even more stories coming out of other teams to where now Jerry Jones being the businessman, he's gonna be like, Well, damn, I can pay Cam 30. And get the marketing with him being there. Shit, not even I thirty. Sure, I can pay him twenty-two. Exactly, because he in line. In line. <laughs> you, but you the, the, like, the Cowboys could even—they could have even gotten Jalen Hurts. They could—they could have even drafted Jalen Hurts because I was never really sold on Dak. Like, 
even mm-hmm. before this season, I thought it would have been smart for them to get a quarterback. Like this is a pretty strong mm-hmm. quarterback year, in my opinion. So, you know, you drafting a lot of wide receivers, which is good. CD Lamb is, is great. You know, like uh Cam coming back was a good story, but you know, he can get replaced, I think. So we'll see, man. We really will see. Shout out, shout out Clan G. Cowboys. I feel like they could still win the d- division. Andy Dalton's not a screw. Not a, he's not a he's proven. That division. And he finally got pieces. Yeah, that, that division is terrible. Philly, I don't know what they're doing. Washington football team. We know it. Yeah, they we know it. And who's the other team in there? The Giants. The Giants. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, it's, All right. It's, 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 <laughs> but I don't – I feel like we already talked about um, free agency and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, was that something y'all want to get into again, or yeah, was y'all good? We might have to see. We might have to wait for that one for next episode. See if any any news comes out in this next week. Yeah, everybody, everybody, let Lakers celebrate. <laughs> yeah, fact yep. though, man. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna come back to that last topic. We're gonna start the the next episode off with that one, depending on if it's breaking news. But we definitely going to hit y'all back with that. But, man, I appreciate y'all for checking in. Make sure you all go over there and follow Mike and friends on IG, man. We dropping clips every time. I ain't going to say every day, but we we dropping clips. <laughs> so make sure you go over there, tune in, check us out. Uh, National Sports Chat. This whole, presenta- this whole uh, podcast is being presented by National Sports Chat. So make sure you go over there, follow us, like, comment, subscribe, YouTube, IG, Twitter, uh spotify breaker stitches shout out to the ones that's on live right now um this whole podcast is being sponsored by tov sports so make sure you go there follow them youtube twitter ig all that um and make sure you all check uh on this matchmakers 12 you man we we've been covering a lot of uh youth football games man national national games man on the channel so make sure y'all go over there check that out that's coming this friday 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Make sure you set your clocks. We'd love to see you all there. We'll be uh, commenting in the comment section with you all. Um, other than that, we don't have nothing else, man. Make sure you check out At The Line. Um, we just did the Mount Goatmore, the uh, the five best players in the uh, 90s, and we're doing the 2000s later this week. So, man, make sure you all just check in. Keep rocking with us, man, and we're checking in and checking out, man. Mike and Friends podcast. Yes, sir. Yesterday I did Versace, double R truck. Yesterday I did a mile, taking niggas bitches, driving fast like I'm Ricky Bobby. Turn a block to Six Flags, we got dumb rides. Bitches trying to hang on like she rock climbing. See, I was big than a bitch, but they my side. Went to Roscoe's for waffles and the Sunrise. Every time you see us out, that's them one guy. Yeah, we them niggas, yeah, I promise. Chasing coins, I'm signing. Nice plan, I'm young. Flexing every time I catch a place, feel like my time. If we move on, we gon' OD. I'ma lose you if I pay. Just do it because you love me, shawty. You ain't gotta understand. Don't that burger, make a whole better me. I can't try to hold everything. We bought a block and put that rose in the street. Nigga poppin', but they hoes underneath it. I try doing shit by the cold and we. I got no and I got old in me. Real nigga ain't no hoe in me. These still ain't dick like they don't want see you with your hands up. 100 million by my lonely, I don't do this for them cameras.
Blicky, I gotta keep it on me, cause them niggas out here scared. If we move on, we gon' OD, I'ma lose in the five man. Just do it because you love me, shawty, you ain't gotta understand. Niggas really hoes, I can't even lie. But I ain't, I ain't even tried I got tired of fitting in I went to Philip Plon I keep killing all these niggas This is genocide Too many bitches in our section You can't get a side I be picking on them niggas That you run behind Mama said I was that nigga Since I've been alive Trying to get a quarter piece I'm getting sick of dawn Mom clear on my back This shit so warm Making plays on Obama phones Like I'm Joe Horn Dragging bitches by their ankles Like a snowboard It's 200 miles an hour On this dashboard Put it in the Uber Send it to a shooter Trying to pop out with a bad bitch Like that nigga Future Walking in with 19 bitches, I'm a Mark Cooper. Really hitting shit from long range, yeah, they sharpshooters. Yeah, bitch in real life, tough on them computers. Big titty bitches at my house, I ain't go to Hooters. I'ma pick her up if she don't fuck. I'm searching with your bands up. 100 million by my lonely, I don't do this for them cameras. Big picky, I gotta keep it on me, cause them niggas out here scared. If we move on, we gon' OD, I'ma lose in the five man. Do it because you love me, shawty, you gotta understand